Yo. <laughs> Thank you and welcome back to another episode of All Things Red. On today's show, I have uh, Egghead himself, Colin Greenway. Colin, how are we doing, baby? What is up, Audrey? How are we? <laughs> Thank oh, you for having me on. Of, of course. This can be this can be a fun one. Yeah, um, I can't wait. So me and you, uh, we met when, obviously, like when you were at, when you came in, did I, were you there when I transferred in or did you come in the following year? Yeah. So that was my freshman year that you when came I, in okay. when you transferred in. Yeah. Okay. But like we kind of, we kind of knew each other a little bit, like just through high school. Like I knew who you were because like, you obviously, you went to like, a, did you go to Timon for like a stint, like a brief period of time yeah yeah it's funny no you're right so like it's so uh I was friends with well I knew DeMillo I knew DeMillo because I met DeMillo when I want to say he was in like maybe like fifth or sixth grade because he Mm -hmm. played Lancaster Lax in the summer for like a hot second and then um if you if you remember the do you know the Godfrey brothers I know the name I don't think I ever really met them Um, but I and then they played a Lancaster right yeah, and then it was yeah. like them, JD Recor, yep, and like we yep. all played on the same summer team, like me, Megan, um, and then like we we would play tournaments like around here. So like we all mm-hmm. like hung out when we were younger. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the summer shootout in Syracuse. Demillo started playing with Timon, and then I knew Brian Sullivan from playing in like camps and shit like that, or like shit at Salins with him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I. I remember I played with Timon once because they needed like extra players. And then Burke was pretty much just like, Hey, you know, like you have, you have an opportunity here to like go play college lacrosse. Like I, like I see a lot of potential in you. And um, I think like with like the right coaching and you being around the right environment and right players, like you could really get like really good. And to the point where like you could potentially like play, you know, D one or D two or something like that. So I stayed playing with them. And then, uh, I think it was my junior year. I made the jump, like I transferred to Timon, and then I was there for a week. And I came back because they didn't like a lot of the classes they wanted me to take. I already took because Lancaster, our graduating class was I think like five five fifteen or some shit like that. So we had like over two thousand kids in the school, whereas Timon's tiny. Yeah. And so, it's... but yeah, that's 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 <laughs> the Timon piece. But like, like you said, like I knew you a little bit because. Um, we used to scrim- we scrimmage you guys all the time in high school, like before the season started. And then like, obviously like you were one of the better players in the area. Like you were a high school all American. Um, and then like Buffalo is so small that like it, the kids that were all Americans and the kids that were good, like you knew exactly who they were without ever having to meet them. So I knew you before, like I actually got to Mercyhurst, even though like we didn't become friends till then, but um, your dad coached you at Will East, right? Yep, that is correct. So, what uh, <laughs> what was that like? Um, it, I mean, it, ha- it was it has its pros and cons with it, because <laughs> he would always yell at me kind of the most. <laughs> so even if I did do something right, it was still like, okay, well, you can you can still do it better, kind of that that kind of mentality, I guess you could say. I still remember there was a game. I think it was. I want to say it was my senior year. We were playing, I think we were playing Winslow North. I think it was the playoffs, actually. And I was like, I was running my mouth at some kid. And like, there was a time, he called a timeout. 
And I'm like, running my mouth as a kid, and my dad just screams at me. He's like, Colin, what the fuck are you doing? Get over here, all this. And then I was like, I looked up at Santa, saw my mom. I like made eye contact with her, and I was just like, Oop, this will be interesting at the dinner table. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, I loved it, though. I mean, he taught me so much. I, I, I always played. He was always kind of my coach growing up, too, just to – he started like the ALA uh, program and then he would help out with DLA as well. So I kind of just got used to that. Um, but I, I loved it and he taught me so much. I'm, I'm thankful to this day for it. Yeah, no. Cause I know like that one summer we played box together. Um, <laughs> there'd be times like after the games, like I, I would shoot the shit with them and talk with them and stuff. And he would always be like, I think like he still had his coach's hat on that. He was just like, Hey John, John, <laughs> good game but hey hey try, try this next time do this do this do this i'm like all right thank you mr greenway <laughs> he loved it man. He, he, he oh yeah us. still he's still coaching this day i actually i i help out now we actually our season starts in less like we're kind of like a month because it got pushed back because of covid so it's like the first week of may is uh when we're starting up so it'll be fun to actually get to coach with him this year I was just about to ask that. You're coaching with him? Yeah, so I did. We started last year, and we literally got like a week in. And then, obviously, COVID happened, so we got shut down. But uh, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited, actually. We're coaching with uh, – uh, do you know Dan Liddy? It's Pat's older brother. So he's the he's the other assistant with us. So it'll be a, it'll yeah, be a fun year. I, yeah, Liddy's two brothers are twins, right? Well, or Liddy he's got, and then a he, twin. Yeah, so it's Pat and then his twin, Eric – and then his older brother is Dan. So he's, okay, no, he's I a couple don't... years older than me. Yeah, no, I only met I only met I met his twin when he came to visit. Yeah, yeah. They were I never met his older brother, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, no, your dad's a good dude. Anytime you come to campus and stuff yeah, like that, he, he's always like I, super animated, like, hey, what's up? How yep, you doing? <laughs> lo- loves the boys. <laughs> loves the boys. Oh, hundred percent. And then like <laughs> when we went to that Bills game last year that uh oh, that we, we took we, the bus. We went with uh no that was i think like two or three oh, years that was ago two. yeah you're right you're right and that it was um no you had extra elijah was in town you had an oh extra yeah ticket, it was and, the eagles game you're right you're right yeah because we went out we went out the night before mm-hmm. we stayed yep. at your house and yep. then it was me you your dad your mom and then i'm not sure if your sister was there or not but like we went with you and then me and elijah me you and elijah sat together and then we ended up going over by them oh yeah um, and we met up with Derek, and we yeah, yeah, yep. I don't remember exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was so funny. like even then, like he's always just like, "Boys, how are we doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's a good dude. But yeah, he's good so dude. like, um, was your dad like from at least like your perspective? Because I always find it interesting, like when um, uh, there's like the father son like coach, and then especially like having a son on the team because like, uh, it it's almost like the father is always harder on the son because he doesn't want to show like the he's showing favoritism and then obviously like you don't want your friends and like Mm -hmm. other teammates to think that like oh colin's only playing because his dad's the coach so it's like was there any like added extra pressure to you like while you were playing or was it something that like it never once crossed your mind yeah i mean i remember uh when i was trying out as a freshman like i was a little nervous because i'm like oh a lot of people all the upper class are gonna think oh he only like made the team because his dad's a coach blah 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 and my dad didn't start me right away he I forgot the kid's name who who was starting but like he's like I'm not gonna start you like you gotta earn this yourself like I'm not just gonna hand this to you and I think just kind of after that once I ended up uh starting I think kind of 
it, it helped me. And I think I showed the upperclassmen that I, I, I belonged. And then kind of after that, it kind of was just like, fine. They were like, Oh, we obviously know this kid can play. So it, it kind of, it, 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 it went fine at the beginning. It was just, you know, I didn't want people thinking kind of that way, but and that ended up working, yeah. working out in the long run. So. Yeah, no. And it's kind of funny too, because like out of everyone that I've at least like either met or like had combos with or like become friends with, like how I am with you, that is like from Buffalo that wasn't all American and was like one of the best, you know, players in the area. Like you got like you Fields, DeMillo, like Brian Sullivan. And then there's obviously like a bunch of other kids that I'm not even naming, but mm-hmm. like it never seemed like any of you, like anyone had an ego. It wasn't like, yeah, I'm that dude. It was just more so of like, yeah, I play lacrosse and I'm good. Like, but who fucking cares? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> um, now where, where did you went to, you ended up obviously going to Mercyhurst, but like, were there other schools that were like recruiting you that were that any like D1 schools that you were getting recruited by? So, my final three, I guess we could say, would be obviously Mercier's. And then uh-huh. I was also looking at Canisius and Cortland. Um, so I took visits to all three, and um, it kind of then came down to Mercier's and Canisius. And I was like, oh, Canisius is kind of like it's closer to home, but like Mercier's is like. It's kind of, it's far enough, but like, if I need to come home for a weekend, I could just like, I could shoot right back up. So that kind of played a factor in it a little bit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I like when I came to visit, I came actually, do you remember uh, Sam Watts? He went to time and he's a Fogo. Yeah. He went to OCC and then he, I think he yep. ended up going to Tampa for like a year and then stopped playing. But actually, we came up on our, like, official visit together, and I remember, like, going out with him, and we, like, we decided that they were, like, oh, yeah, like, well, let's room together. And then it actually ended up where um, when we got there, like, probably, like, two weeks before, he texted me. He's, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to Mercyhurst anymore. And I was, like, <laughs> uh, okay, so I thought I was going to be his roommate. So then I got stuck with a random roommate freshman year, and it was, it was tough because <laughs> he was uh, a little out there. But uh, it worked out in the end. <laughs> like, I ended up, you know, living with, like, Greg and Pat, sophomore year in the apartments, and then living in 909 with uh, juniors, John, Joe, and Pat and Greg. And then senior year, Oren uh, took John's spot. But I kind of – I don't know. How I ended up is I, I went to some – there was – I don't think it was a prospect day, but there was, like, a tournament at Mercyhurst. And I remember talking to Coach Ryan, kind of just like felt right with it, you know. Like, granted, when we're all playing, we're all like, oh, like, this sucks. Like, why are we doing this? But, you know, you learn that he does it all for for some sort of reason to get something out of us. So, but I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad I chose Mercy. I met some of my best friends in my life, you know. I couldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world. Is what I'm trying to say. No, I could I completely agree with you because that's I I feel the exact same way. And it's funny because um when I had doubt on last night and we were talking, he was saying how the his uh him coaching us was like his first like job out of college. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that like he at first was like a little skeptical because he's like eerie PA, like what the fuck? <laughs> and then he said that like once he got there, he said just like the culture of the team and just like how like crazy it is to go to school in Erie. He was saying that like it's it was the best like experience of his life. So I feel like 
with a lot of people that like if you enjoy yourself and you have a good time at Mercyhurst, like that's like almost like a unanimous thing that everyone says. Like people that had fun at Mercyhurst, they all say like, oh, it's the best time of my life. Like not just because it was college, but just like, you know how it yeah. is there. Uh, as, as Eli states it, College Town USA, baby. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, or uh, Dom Perna. I, I've said this before on the podcast, but Dom Perna is always just – Perna and Cook were like, it's lawless land. Like, <laughs> so there's no true. rules. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, there's no rules. But, um, yeah, no. Like, and going back to Coach Ryan, too, like, I know, like, obviously, like, him and I have had um, our differences. But, like, in the end, dude, like, he – like, it's something to be said over the fact that, like, every year, year in and year out, uh, Mercy is always, like – in the top 10 for division two, always in the conversation for, you know, conference championships and potentially like a national title mm-hmm. run. So like, like you said, like in the moment, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what are we, what are we doing? But like he, there's a method to his madness. Yeah, there's honestly like, and that was another reason why, like for Mercer's the potential to, you know, you're playing in competitive games. You're playing, even though it's not, you know, D one, you're still playing high level of kids and that was kind of a, like another reason why i chose it but he, he he has a reasoning even though you might not like it he has a reasoning for for everything that he does <laughs> oh absolutely and like that's the thing like when i transferred from hobart there wasn't i honestly don't think there was a single kid like that we played with at all that wouldn't be able to tra- transfer to not that they would mm-hmm. but like transfer to a d1 team and then be in and over its head i mean the only difference is that it's like I mean, you know, from like playing with guys that have played D1 in the summer and mm-hmm. shit, the only difference I think I noticed was that kids were just a little bit faster, a little bit more physical. And then outside of that, like almost everyone that's on the field can play with both mm-hmm. hands. But that was like, but outside of that, like it's pretty much like, I mean, you know, like scrimmage Canisius and like there's times where you beat Canisius and stuff like that. So, um, with going to Mercyhurst, was your thought, like, did you ever have the thought process of, like, okay, it's Canisius or Mercyhurst, outside the fact that you're not going, like, you might be staying home to go to school, did, would, did um, the thought process of, okay, I could go D1, play really sick teams, maybe win a MAC conference title, but that's it, whereas if I go to Mercyhurst, yeah, it's D2, but it's a high-level D2, and we have a chance to win a national championship, mm-hmm. so, like, was that something that ever crossed your mind? Yeah, it was definitely like that that national championship piece. Obviously, we we didn't do that in my four years there. Um, but I I remember mm-hmm. I think it was it was 2013 there, and I think they're playing Lemoyne. I think it was Lemoyne that year. And I like me and my dad. We'd always go to uh, to championship weekend. We we went like before I went to college. We went like I think it was like four years in a row or something like that. So we'd always go, and we actually uh, we were in line at the concession stand. And my dad had a mercy hat on because I committed. I was committed at the time, and mm-hmm. um, or yeah, I think I was committed. I don't know. Um, and behind us in line is Eli, and he goes, "Oh, you know Mercier's?" And my dad was like, <laughs> "My dad was like, yeah, my my son. I must have been committed because he's like, yeah, my son's going there next year." He's like, "Oh, no way, so am I." And like that's how I met Eli for the first time. It was just like a crazy situation that that happened, but. Yeah, that was definitely that, and I can definitely play a part. Was that the national championship piece? I would say. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo! I didn't mean to bust out no, last time. No, I just you're know, good. like his little, his fucking goofy ass. Just oh hey, I, hey. I remember he sent, he <laughs> me, sent me a friend request on Facebook too, like twenty minutes later, <laughs> and that's how it all started. <laughs> He's a clown. Oh my gosh, but in a good yeah. way. Um, was there anything like um like when you got to Mercyhurst? Because like 
like me and Dowd were saying last night, like, and this isn't like in a bad way, but Coach Ryan's, I mean, you know, like you played for him for mm-hmm. four years. Like Coach Ryan's no fucking yeah. joke. Like he, like he, he does not care about your feelings. He does. And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but like, he doesn't care. He's just like, look, like we got a job to do. And if you can't fucking execute on that job, then it's next man yep. up. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, And like, you know, that from, after the first season that I played there with you, we went eight and mm. six and every fucking day he reminded us that he, he's never had a record yep. like that. He refuses to have a record like that. And that's not the standard. So um, was there anything that when you first started playing at Mercyhurst like that, were, did you ever feel, cause I know Mike did a little bit. Did you ever feel that like you were a little bit in over your head and that like, you kind of had that self doubt of like, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily know if I belong here or was that something that like never crossed your mind? It was just more so of like, all right, it's, it's, it's a next, it's another level to the game and I need to get better because I know I can perform or did you have self-doubt in the beginning? Like what was your thought yeah, so on that? I'd say like freshman year, just like a little bit, just cause like I didn't play at all really. So I was just like, oh, like, am I good enough to play or like, what do I need to do to play? Like all those thoughts, like, you know, like go through your head. So like, I think Mm -hmm. definitely at the beginning, there was a little doubt with it just because you come in and you're, you're that high school kid and you got seniors who are, I just remember, I remember Cullen was a senior when I was a freshman and he's what, six. I don't even know. He's massive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's. I think. I think he's. I, I think like six, six, five, six, six. Because I'm six four, and he towers yeah, over me. So I just remember him like coming in. I'm like, what the fuck? Like this guy is massive. So you know, you always have that little stuff <laughs> down your head. But like after freshman year, coming back sophomore year, you kind of have you get that little more confidence with you because you kind of know what to expect a little more. So I think that uh-huh. definitely helps you out. Just getting like kind of a year under your belt, knowing knowing what to do, understand the offense more, understanding movement. Because it's, it's different from high school. You know, high school, like, you're the man. Like, you, you know, it's you go one-on-one, you score, and that, that's it. And then in college, it's like, okay, you can't do that. All these kids are good or even better than you. So it's 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 definitely an adjustment. <clears throat> no, for sure. Because, I, I, you know, I've said it before on the podcast, like, with Mike and uh, even Dowd yesterday. But, like, that that was, like, that was the thing, like – I was just, I was saying like playing around here in Buffalo, like I was always able to lean mm-hmm. on kids, shoot over kids or just like run through kids because like it, like you said, not everyone is playing in college, let alone like playing at like a high level mm-hmm. like Mercyhurst. And so like then, you know, when I was at Hobart at first, like the, the first week of practice, like I wasn't like, no, I wasn't getting bullied, but like there wasn't anything I was doing to create space mm-hmm. or anything. And it was like, kind of like, Oh fuck. Like, did I bite off any more than I like <laughs> could chew? But then it's just, like, you realize that, like, a coach isn't going to waste a spot yeah. on a team if he doesn't think that you can contribute in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. It's... Which I would have never laughed harder in practice. We were doing something, and Don Perna kept fucking it up. But he did, wasn't doing it because he, he, like, it's not like he was not catching the ball or something like that. He just wasn't executing it like Coach wanted. And Coach Ryan, he literally was just like, hey, Dom, like – how many summer camps have oh you been God. because you need yeah. to pay your parents back? <laughs> he, he, you remember yeah, that? He, yeah, he's he like that, that, uh, that little saying all the time. You're like, oh, you guys should all pay your parents back for the amount of money they waste on you. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. And all I remember right, he coach. said that. I, I remember he said that, and Dom's a freshman. I was just like, yo, like, don't listen to him. I'm like, he just – that's his way of getting you to play. Yeah. Like, you're fine. And then it, like, turns out that, like, 
Dom ended up being, you know, by the end of his like senior year, like he ended up being one of the like better players on the team and one of like the leaders of the team. So it's just like, um, I'm always fascinated by like that of like, when you get into a new program, like that's something that never crosses Mm -hmm. people's minds is like, Oh, I'm here because I'm here because I'm eventually contribute. Like you initially think like, I've never played, I've never not played before. So it's like, you kind of get like Mm -hmm. self doubt. So I'm always like curious, like what people's initial thoughts Mm -hmm. were on that. Um, now, uh, was there anything that caught you besides like that? Was there anything else that like caught you off guard? Like, you know, with like, whether it was like the grind managing school and playing lacrosse that like you weren't like ready for that you had to make I adjustments mean, There's on? definitely adjustments. It's just, it's different. Cause you're going, you got fall ball where you're going, you're practicing whatever three or four times a week. Then you're also lifting, you got conditioning. Um, some years, what we had individuals, some years where we, we would get some work yeah. in. Um, but yeah, it was an adjustment because, but I, I think also in high school, so I, just playing kind of three sports kind of helped that out as well, just because I was kind of always going in high school, so it kind of translated nice, I guess, to college. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely an adjustment coming in. Um, but you know, all, everyone has it. And you have your, your, your freshman class to kind of help you out with it. Like what we had 18 start, I think come in as in my freshman class. I think we ended with eight. Like there's a picture. Someone has a picture mm-hmm. circling. It's like all of us as freshmen. And then we're like, people are like, who left are in like black and white and then the other people are just in like regular color <laughs> it's just like it's fun to <laughs> see you know through the years how we lost some people but um yeah well i mean like i was saying to dowd yesterday because he brought it up but like it's not coach ryan's not no everyone. and but again like i said he, everything he does is for a reason and he does like want the best he does want yes. the best out of, uh, out of you and yes, I, even like, he does. like an example, after like after we lost our senior year, whatever we lost Seton Hill, um, I remember he just like we went over to his house and he got us like pizza, a bunch of beers, and we we're just like shooting the shit with him. We're like, all right, like he <laughs> may not be as bad as we all thought, you know, but that's just kind of how he is. So no, and that's also the standard that he has set for the exactly. program, which is why the program's always always in the conversation for like, could this mm-hmm. be the year they go back to the yeah. national title? But uh, one thing, you know, I wanted to get, I want to get into it um, now is uh, cause I'm fascinated by it. And it's actually one of the things that like, I'm jealous <laughs> I never got to do was you got to go to Europe to yes. play lacrosse. Yeah, it was. Right? Uh, so I went to, it's called Durham university. It's, uh, it's a s- small little town up in Northern England. Um, so basically it was nice because I went with Greg too. So I had like a, I had someone I knew going over. Um, but I kind of find that I found out about it through cause Gravino and Enright did it two years before me. Um, and they came back and I like talked to them about it and they were like, Oh my gosh, like if you had this opportunity, you got to take it. Like you get your master's from it's, it's, it's a pretty good school over there. So I got my master's uh, over there and you're like, and you get to play lacrosse which it's awesome. And I still, I still keep in contact with, uh, with the guys that I played with. Like we got people on Denver, Texas, up in Canada. Some guys are still over in England. Like it's just, it's really cool. Cause you, you got to build a lot of new relationships with people and got to play across in a foreign, foreign country. 
So it was it was awesome. Was that your first first time? Yeah. Over in so because you know how college, you know, kids have the opportunity to have their like abroad programs. So uh-huh. I, I I couldn't do that with lacrosse. So I was like, well, this would be like kind of a good opportunity to do that. So I got to travel. Like I went to um went to dublin uh we went to oktoberfest in germany uh went to (laughs) went to spain went to visa it was like it's all it was awesome where uh whereabouts in spain you go to because i was in uh i was in spain for two weeks in high school um we went with like it was basically like if you had essentially like if you had good grades in spanish like they did this like Mm -hmm. program at lancaster um and the play it was in spain and we were there for two i think it was like two two and a half weeks because that was like if you remember that was back when they did the spring break oh yeah that was two weeks long instead of like dividing it up yeah i remember my senior year they broke it up because we went our junior year so it was like our last year and um that it was like not not a culture shock but it was just like europe is i mean i know and you can get it's it's there's nothing about europe that is similar to the u.s at all whatsoever um we went to it's called it's malaga so it's kind of it's right on the coast actually our buddy uh nick nesbitt he's he played uh he's going at rit um he's from canada and his parents or his aunt and uncle i forgot which one it was actually had a place there so like they let stay there for like a week or so and it was it was awesome did um like are all the kids that are on the team like there are some of the kids like from england or is it just like a program where like you can go get your masters and then it's like a study abroad program and then like you can play and then all the kids are from like all over the place where or they're like are there kids that are from durham so basically how they do it is you have there was three teams so we were like the ones um so the ones consisted of players from D2, D1, D3. So we had kids like from that played at Hofstra, UMass, um, RIT. Uh, where else am I missing? And then we had there's two kids who played on the English men's national team who could have easily played over in the States, like if they wanted to, um, who they played with uh-huh. us. And then we we had some guy some English kids who were good enough to play. They were on the ones, and then kind of we kind of help out coaching the twos and threes because those are people who are um, new to the game. So we kind of just like just like basic kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically how it works. And like we the teams we play, there was there was one um, other like. We'll say two. There's two good teams. So they're called. It's called Nottingham and Nottingham Trent, who actually have like Americans as well. Like we played against some kids from Merrimack, um, some kids from I think UMBC. I'm trying to think what else there was. Oh, there's a kid from Lenore Ryan as well. So like we you actually play like some good competition, and then some of the other competitions like kids who are literally just picking up up a stick for like the first time so it's bad so there's be sometimes where i would go play pole and like greg would go play shorty and we'd do that we'd switch it like halftime and we we'd switch our goalie <laughs> um we'd like put like myself or someone who's never played goalie in and we we'd do that so but i mean i loved it it was an awesome experience met some great people we're um 
were some of the kids that you met like because my buddy uh my buddy mark he was um i had him on and he played for team jamaica in the world games and he was saying how there's like it like at the world games like there was teams that like like puerto rico japan and stuff like that where there was a couple kids that mm-hmm. like are from there but and they could easily play like in like mm-hmm. in in america and like compete at like you know at the college level but like they're just not like exposed to it like were there kids like on your team or like kids you played with that like you or greg were just like straight up like yo like if you were in america like you could get a scholarship because like you're good enough or like was that not really like or was there like no a big like gap the guys the who talent? played on the english national team who are from one is from sheffield england and the others from manchester um they both easily could have played in the states if they wanted to. One was a pole, and uh, one was a midfielder. Had he was kind of like he's kind of like your size, downhill dodger, could shoot the ball, like easily could have played. And actually, one of the kids uh, that we because we we scrimmaged the English, we scrimmaged that I think they're under twenty three team, the English under twenty three team, and they're one of their yeah. goalies. He's actually like, he's legit. He's really good. He's playing at Limestone right now. I saw it like. I saw a tweet and I was like, whoa, this name seems so familiar. And sure enough, like I looked up, I went to his roster and it goes, he's from England. I was like, oh, this is the same kid. But yeah, there's definitely some kids who could play, who, who can compete over in the States. Like, I think there's one, I think there's one at LAU post right now. And then some other, some other, some are over playing D2 as well, but definitely some kids. The, the, the talent is definitely there. <clears throat> Do you ever think like, and this is like kind of going back to like high school almost, but like, do you ever think that um, like if you weren't from Buffalo and you weren't from New York, like uh, how do I, I don't even know if I'm, if I'm saying this properly, but like, do you ever think that if you weren't from New York and you live somewhere else, like that you wouldn't be as good as you are at lacrosse? Cause like, I feel as though like I had this conversation with Megan that like, I kind of feel like kids from Buffalo and kids from Rochester, like we almost like take take for granted like how good the lacrosse is here which like makes us you know better because like you said like you said a kid um that was playing on england's like you under 23 team he played at limestone and it's like to your point though it's like kind of crazy that there's talent all over the place but you just think naturally like you're like okay you were getting recruited by canisius Cortland, and mercyhurst whereas it's like if you're not from potentially from like new york or rochester it would you would have to be that you would have to stand out that much more to even get those schools to look yeah, at. Yeah, no, that's true. That I, I would say I'm pretty lucky, I guess, to have them playing where I played. Granted, the game it, it's even in the uh-huh. last couple of years has grown so much where you have kids from kind of all over now playing top level D one, D two, D three. But I think definitely was a luxury for me just being able, you know, that playing in that kind of that upstate region um definitely helped me uh to get recruited yeah no because like when mike was on he was saying that like he and i didn't even think about it until he said it but he was just straight up like you know it's you know lacrosse and jersey is way different than like what you guys are accustomed to in upstate and then i'm like thinking about it and and it's just like i feel like almost everyone that i was friends with or you know almost like you too like all your buddies like blake and all them at canisius that like all your friends that you played lacrosse with, mm-hmm. like everyone played in college. And it's just really like not that many kids actually play college, especially like at a high level. So like when he said that, it was something that um, I wanted to ask you because like you had the experience of like playing internationally um, and like what your thoughts yeah, on mean, that. Yeah, I mean, the international piece was kind of just like, I would say it's an add-on with it. I just got to get my master's, got to play an extra year lacrosse because I really didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do after I graduated. I wasn't entirely sure. 
so uh, people recommended this and I kind of kind of just went with it and it it all worked out so just bl- very very blessed very you blessed. know um <laughs> yeah no it was just like I did like that's the thing like you never think of it because like like DeMillo Fields and then like a bunch of other kids it's just like there's so many kids that we know that have mm-hmm. played at like such a high level that I never thought like until he said that, like, oh, if I'm not, if I didn't live in like the Buffalo like region, it might have been oh, way yeah. harder Definitely. to get noticed because Definitely would have been harder because mm-hmm. the competition's not what it is. But um, like going back to like your experience in Europe, like, did you guys like have a house or do you have to live on um, campus or so like, what was that like? They actually have a lot of Americans come over and play different sports. So there's this, I guess it was like a, I don't even know what you would call it. But it was, we had one, two, three, five guys per flat, which is an apartment called a flat. (laughs) Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off and laugh, but like uh, Megan, uh, I'm not going to say what, but Megan may or may not be, actually just now, I'm going to cut this out, but uh, hang on. Megan, he refers to oh his apartment now as a flat. And when he oh. started saying that shit to me, when he's that's what I call saying, it over there. But he's like, yeah, here, thank you. here I'm calling. Yeah, it that's what he said. He's like, that's. Here. Yeah, that's what he said. He's just like, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm going oh back to my God. flat. And I'm like, what the fuck is a flat? He goes, oh, it's a euro thing. You wouldn't understand. That's why when you said that, I was like, "Oh, I gotta pause you for a second. Like, is what is exactly a flat?" Because he said that to me, and I was like half listening because as soon as I heard, "I'm gonna call my place the flat," yeah, I'm like, no, "All right, flat, I'm done uh, with just you. basically just an apartment." We had five guys per apartment, and then um, kind of all the Americans, like we all lived in that that one location. So it was kind of nice just having other people that had no idea who like were coming over here for the first time it's nice to have kind of those people around you um but it was off campus it was kind of a little outside the town but it was uh it was nice <clears throat> was the university any different than like what like colleges because i know like europe itself is like like we said like there's nothing really about europe that yeah so probably probably a class or two a day it was just like in big uh, lecture halls and then you'd have, you'd break down like with different weeks, you have like seminars, which are kind of just like smaller gatherings where you discuss like different like case studies and kind of articles and kind of that kind of stuff. Um, the mm-hmm. grading's different, I would say. So like a 50 is like fine. 50, 60, 70, like a 70 is really good. And like a fifth, a fifty and sixty is like what? fine. It's out of I don't know. The grading system's weird. I don't. I never understood it, but it's weird. <laughs> like I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. The uh, what was it? Um. So like, other than that, like, was there any like big like major differences? Because I be I had the opportunity to. Well, I got accepted mm-hmm. to study abroad in Scotland. For 16 weeks when I was at Hobart but mm-hmm. it came down to transferring to Mercyhurst or going to study abroad and since like I've already been to Spain um and I've been to other places outside of Europe um 
I was just like, you know what, like I've already experienced it a little bit. So I, yeah, I'm going to transfer, but then like looking back on it and then like seeing like what you, like, you know, everything that you got to do and shit like that. I was like, damn, <laughs> maybe I should have done that then. Like that, that looked like such a fun experience, especially oh, Oktoberfest. Like what that was, was that unreal. Like? So, um, I remember we came in and we we're like, oh, we're not even going to buy like the leader hoses, which is like the get up you wear. But then, like, we walked in and we're like, oh, we look so out of place. So we went back out, bought some, came back in. Like, we went to the – it's called, a, like, a Hofborough house. That's, like, the biggest house. And um, yeah, I was supposed to get up on a table and, like, finish whatever. Like, those big glasses. I don't know if they're Steins or – I don't know. Yeah. I was supposed to get up and chug those them. Steins, like, yeah. Like, I suck at chugging. Like, I can't do this. So Greg, Greg, Greg got up there on the table. <laughs> starts like chanting and everything um and then you get like kicked out but like you can just walk back in but it was an unreal experience yeah um i is it as crazy as like the like barstool made it, it out to be when they drop those like tweets it's insane everyone like, is just literally drinking and like singing and like i saw like parents have their like babies there and i was like wait what like they're like they're like i, I forgot the one <laughs> song where it's like they're like hoisting their baby up i'm like what is going on here but it it was awesome <laughs> um i'd say that and going to dublin those are those are my two favorite um two favorite uh trips i'd say the uh yeah no that's the thing too is that like europe's fucking crazy because the first night the first night, no, I think it was the second night. My mm-hmm. bad. The second night we were in Madrid, we um, at I'm not, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, but Estado Bernabéu, where yep. uh, Real Madrid plays. I don't know if I said that last part right, but um, we they were oh, playing probably madness, yeah. And it was like when they had like Pepe, yeah, no, it was fucking insane. So like our um, well, it was our high school coach. He was one of our chaperones, and so in he's from Colombia, So he speaks, he's a Spanish teacher too. So like he was one of our chaperones, which made it a little bit fun. Mm-hmm. Cause like we knew him on a personal level since he was coaching us for so long. Um, and when we were at dinner that night, he was like, Hey, like, do you guys want to go? Like we can at least like, if we're not going to scale tickets, we're, you know, we should at least go because like, how often do you get the chance to go see like Ronaldo, yeah. Messi, like all these dudes in their prime. So when we were just like, all right, whatever. So we aren't, we're probably like, a mile from the stadium and there are it's just there's swat everywhere crowds of people like you said people are throwing (laughs) beers in the air going crazy and then one of our buddies that we were with we were walking through like a crowd of uh, barcelona people and we're all wearing (laughs) ronaldo jerseys sticking out like sore thumbs like Mm -hmm. looking like your typical american tourist and our one of our buddies paul got fucking spit on and like it's it like to your point like you know like it's madness very seriously like they do not mess around. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. We, it's we like went, a, it's we like went, a religion. It's no, yeah. it's like we a fucking to, I religion. We went to a Premier League game like one Saturday uh, up in Newcastle. Cause Newcastle was, uh, it's kind of like, it was about like a 15 minute train ride from us. And there's just the, so many passionate people just going and they're wild. They got all their chants and everything. And I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on, but like, yeah, like I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> Yeah, like the the entire like the entire arena was like, and we didn't we didn't we didn't end up scalping tickets because mm-hmm. tickets were outrageously priced. But I mean, again, it's like 
Real Madrid and Barcelona yeah. and like Ronaldo's in his prime. So like, what do you expect? But they had, they had, and Megan gets so mad at me when I tell him this because he's just like, yeah, that's fucking bullshit. But like they had these big ass like metal gates, um, but they had massive holes. Like the holes were like a size of like a baseball or the baseball or like softball. And you could see into the stadium and like see it like right on the field. And they had them like surrounding the stadium. So like you were allowed to like stand there and watch the game until like obviously uh-huh. like like the cops and shit like that came to like kick you out. So like it but just like to your point, like how hard they party there and like how like serious they take like everything. Yeah, it's, it's, wild. it's it's fucking insane. <laughs> what else uh what else besides like Oktoberfest did you get to do while, so like, while we you went were to, like uh, back we to Dublin for St. Paddy's Day? Went to like the Guinness uh the Guinness factory, like toured that and stuff like that. And that was pretty fun. We actually met some of the other Americans who were playing uh, abroad that year. We actually met them over there. So that was really fun. And then kind of to cap it all off, we ended up going to, uh, we ended up going to Ibiza and then Spain for like the last like week and a half that we were over there. And that was, that was something else too. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, what was that like? Because I, yeah, cause was, I, I mean, I know Spain's yeah, we went on like the first time we got there, like we lost our buddy, like we couldn't find, we like couldn't find him, like legit could not find him. We found uh, Greg <laughs> and my other buddy uh, Connor, and I think LB too. They found him at like eight o'clock the next morning, and luckily he's fine. Like, but like lost his phone, lost his wallet. Like I had to pay for him the rest of the trip. Like. It was just, like, his mom, like, memoed me, like, a bunch of money, too. It was, like, it was crazy. It was just, like, it was a crazy time. And then, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. I forgot. No, no, oh, no, you... I was just going to say, gonna like, say, like do I you forgot know that yeah. yeah, he's because I met him in Boston. Good dude, um, really good dude. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, what was it, Gebhardt, Gebhardt was in town, and she was staying like with her friend and her friend just like, well, no, she was staying with her friend Carly. And then like Carly's friends were, were in Southie, which is like where we lived. And it ended up being like right around the corner from my apartment. So like I was hanging out with them. And then like, when mm-hmm. I got to like meet like all their friends and talking with them, um, I think it was Gebhardt that was just like saying that like, Oh, yeah. like, that's LB. Like, yeah. he knows like Greg and um, Greg and Mark. And so like, we started talking and like, and then I'd always see him out at yeah. the bars and shit like that. And, like, that's how I got to, like, know him. Yeah. And then, like, I saw, like, he, he went he to Europe with you guys. in Boston before he ended up going. And Greg, I remember that summer, he's like, yeah, like, my buddy might come with us. And he ended up just, like, coming. And it was just awesome. He's, 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 a really, he's a really good dude. Went to Cuse. So, and then he's... Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then that's how he knew all those people because Geb, uh, yeah. Geb Hart's friend Carly, so, she put the cross at Q's. That's good. <clears throat> Where now you guys, you, how was uh, Patty it's, Day? In, it's, um, yeah. Is Patty it's Day like, crazy for uh, in Temple, Ireland? Cause... Like Temple Bar, Temple Street? I don't know. Something like that is it, pretty crazy on um, St. Patty's Day. But it's not like, it's not like as crazy as you as like americans tend to i think hype it up a little more than like no there um but it was still like an awesome time just cool experience like going to the guinness factory you know you get to go they have the they're like top of it it's just like a glass and it kind of just like looks over the city of dublin and it's it's beautiful it was was really cool experience yeah that's fucking sick 
Yeah, because my buddy, uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Mark, the one that I lived with in Boston, he went to, he went to, he was in Ireland for Patty's mm-hmm. Day because his girlfriend was studying abroad there, and he, he, no, he thought it was yeah, gonna be like it's, how it's it a little different in the states, and <laughs> yeah, and he said that he mm-hmm. showed that he said they went to the Guinness factory, and he said he <laughs> showed up plastered, and he said like people were like, he said that people were like almost like too calm, and he was just like, yo, like we're in Ireland, like why are you guys not fucking crazy, like freaking out, and yeah, he said exactly it's not like right. as serious as we take it. When uh, when you guys were in Spain, or not not even in Spain, but like when you were traveling Europe, like was there anything like I know like for me like when I was there, it was so eye opening because that was like the first time that I like experienced like another culture and like. I was, I would say, like, outside my comfort zone, because, like, you don't know the language, you don't know the culture, like, the food's different, and then just, like, the mannerisms, mm-hmm. everything about Europe is so different. Like, did it did it open your eyes at all to, like, like, for me, it, it made me fall in love with traveling, because I was just like, holy fuck, mm-hmm. like, the world is so big, and there are so many different types of people, cultures, and everything. Um, like, did you get that feeling yeah. at all? Or, like, what was, like, what was, like, the uh, eye-opening experience for you? I think here. Mm, I <laughs> don't think too hard. Yeah, I don't know. I just like <laughs> as you, as you said, like seeing seeing the different cultures. You know, you're you're going like we're going in Spain, and we're obviously you can we stick out like sore thumbs. Like you're like oh, those are like the Americans. Like you can tell, and the, yeah, oh, it's so it's oh so they funny. know right away. Like too. you literally come up and they they have like the broken English and stuff like that. But like you still like kind of can communicate in ways like using your hands and kind of with like smaller words that they do know but i'd say just seeing the different cultures you know and just how kind of they live and how it's so different from the u.s <laughs> has that um like that like doing that trip to europe and stuff like that like did that ever because i know like mm-hmm. you know you're home right now and stuff like that and you stayed in buffalo and you took a job here but like um did like did that make you when you graduated college because i know it did for me did it make you want to be like fuck like i want to go somewhere else because i want to keep exploring or were you just like eh like um or was that like not I mean, like a thought you had i thought about for a little about when i was like looking for jobs and such um i kind of just worked out where i found a job in buffalo and like i love buffalo I, I, it's a great place to live you know i i, I have some friends here and it, it definitely for a little bit maybe things like hey like would it be cool like to travel somewhere go like move somewhere get a job somewhere else but i ended up you know sticking here and I, I, i'm more than happy with with my decision i would say <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because exactly. your family's like, here and then like mm-hmm. and then like people are close exactly. and stuff like that yeah no um where uh what was i gonna say so like you i think so you did, my right? buddy, you bought a house you know, Blake, right he uh, he bought a house and then um yeah he's basically just renting it out to me i don't know if you ever met logan he played a case as well um he's running out to both of us uh right now so that's nice you know just yeah oh okay okay because i was gonna ask you like what like you know because if you did buy a house, I was going to ask you, like, what, like, your, you, you know, your thoughts were on, like, that whole process. Because, like, a lot of, mm-hmm. like, people that I work with that are first-time homebuyers, they're, like, the constant thing I always hear, which is, like, the next thing I want to get into with you is, like, 
the constant thing I always hear from them is just like, <laughs> why did I not learn about this in school? Like, I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't know I needed this much money. I didn't know my credit needed to be this. I didn't know I need to have this much in my savings. I didn't know that like paying down some of my student loans would have helped me get a, you know, a bigger, a bigger amount that I was pre-approved for and all that shit. So, you know, that mm-hmm. that's what I was going towards next with you. If like you did buy a house, that's why I asked, but like overall, like getting into that, like, you know, you um, had the fortunate chance to go to school in Europe. And then obviously like here in uh, the U S like, is there anything that like, and I ask everyone this that's on the podcast, like, is there anything that like you like have learned since being in the real world that like you look back on and you're like, damn, like <laughs> I wish I would have learned that in school. But then again, it's, like, I don't even yeah. think that that was an option for me to learn that, that you think that people should <laughs> I mean, be learning. Yeah, you're right. Like I would say, what sucks is like about the real world is just like you obviously you're spending money but it's like on things that you need to spend money on it's like okay i gotta pay rent uh i gotta get groceries i got got a car payment i got my student loans so it's just like it sucks but it's like shit you gotta do um but yeah like what you said with all like that the housing stuff and all that like i have no idea like i i would i that's stuff I wish I wouldn't know because when I do end up, you know, wanting to get a house of, for myself, I, I I don't like, you know, I I wouldn't mm-hmm. really I'll, I'll figure it out, obviously, but like I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's it's honestly it's really not that hard. Like you just got to mm-hmm. get you just got to get pre-approved at a mm-hmm. bank and then you'll know how much like you can actually afford. And then and then outside of that, it, other than outside of that, like, the yeah. next step in the process mm-hmm. is like finding a place putting an offer on it and all that but no i'm always curious because i i honestly yeah, thought you not bought yet. a house so that's why i, I <laughs> wanted to ask you about it because everyone brings it up to me and i'm just like well <laughs> honestly, like maybe yeah. if they taught this shit in school like it would be helpful <laughs> people would be but um yeah so like with all your lacrosse experience that you had and shit like that mm-hmm. like if you were i mean you're in coaching now but like is there anything that like uh you like if you were if like a kid was coming up to you and was like hey like coach greenway like uh i want to follow in your footsteps and like i want to go play college lacrosse at a high level and like you know what what can i do like what would you like what what advice would you give to that kid make sure you like you find the right fit like it doesn't have to be you don't have to go d1 you know you don't have to go d2 go go d3 go go juco like go absolutely Absolutely. as long as you're you know you find that kind of that niche with a good group of guys, good team, good coach, like everything will work out. Everything will fall into place, but it's, it's all about that. But you don't have to, you don't Hey, Hey, like I'm going here because of lacrosse. Like, yeah, like it's awesome. But like, you know, outside of lacrosse, exactly. Exactly. You got, it's just, not the end all be all great friends, great teammates. Like if that's all works out, then, then you're set basically. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we were fortunate enough because like I was talking about with doubt, like it felt in, I don't know how you feel about it. Like it felt like all of us in our own, like not we, I mean, obviously like we all weren't best friends with each mm-hmm. other, but like in our own way, like we were all like super close and, and like boys with each other, which I mm-hmm. genuinely don't think yeah, like no, happens at a lot of schools. I think all the way through, um, all, all the way through our, like our classes, we were super close, which is, which is really nice, I think. <laughs> Yeah, what was it like living with the uh, with, with with those guys? Like oh Plasky, man, John and Craig and all that. So like, obviously, there's I some there's sisters, some funny motherfuckers. So I never, you know, grew up in a household full of guys. So they kind of they kind of you know, uh-huh. I, you know that video of uh, 
Joe like scaring me like I don't know it's like a three minute video of, through the course of a year of him just <laughs> hiding and scaring me but yeah. no I loved it. it it was awesome like we had John his senior year and then obviously I said uh Warren came in our senior year and it was it was awesome with them great great group of guys because I lived with I lived with Pat and Greg for whatever three years in a row because we lived in the apartments together but it was nice living with them <clears throat> How did you not know that Joe? Like, did you never pick <laughs> I mean, up on I the did, fact that Joe I, was gonna I, just keep doing it? I did, and I was like knowing like, Joe how he is. Like, there was one time, I came in the house and he unscrewed all the light bulbs in our house. I'm like trying to flick on the light. I'm like, oh, I was like, oh fuck. But um, <laughs> he like he still get me. Like even I, I, there was one time I remember I was like looking for him and I thought he was in one place and he was a completely different place. And he got me and I was like, god damn it! But you know, it's all fun. So. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you yeah, still, yeah. Uh, so you we, still stay in contact yeah, like, with all them, right? And stuff like that where we talk in all the time. And, like, we'll play Xbox together, too, sometimes with uh, with some of them. So, it, it's it's nice. Have you had the chance to... Yeah, so I was actually, had a chance I was to visit there. Lydia uh, and Reno? Went, yeah, like, two weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago. And oh, me really? and Will went out there. Um, we skied for two days. Yeah. <laughs> we we well. skied for two days. It was beautiful. Like... That's the first I've ever been out west before, um, and it was an amazing time. Oh, it's how like, different is it? Because you know I'm coming from skiing in Ellicottville, where it's like, and then you go up, yeah, and then you're going, you're going to like Man an actual mountains. Like, mountain where you're like ten thousand feet up. And you're like, oh shit, <laughs> like I gotta get down somehow. <laughs> but it, it was it was so much fun. I, I had a blast with it. <laughs> What, um, yeah, so like, did you guys go so to Tahoe at all, or did first, you just stay in like Reno? Nights, first two nights we got in, we stayed just, um, our first night we got in, we stayed at Pat's place, he's got apartment in Reno, and then he actually is friends with someone who owns, uh, who owns a place up at Tahoe, um, is gorgeous, so he let us stay there, um, and it was like 14 of us, so it was like. It was just the only people from Mercer's is me, Pat, and Will, and then it was some of Pat's older brother's buddies, and then some of um, Pat's twins' buddies. So it was kind of like a mishmash of people, but it all worked out, and everyone got along real nicely. It was it was a great time. <clears throat> yeah, because we went up, because uh, Megan, uh, Megan was out. Oh fuck, Megan was out in. Uh, <laughs> Na- a fucking pen just exploded on my hand. Um, <laughs> fucking Megan. Well, with Megan being out in Napa, I remember uh, two years ago we went to we did the Fourth of July and um, we went to visit him and we went out to Tahoe for the Fourth of July and it's it's honestly like pictures. Oh my like, yeah, I, I was like, feel, but like pictures and videos a, don't do like, justice. Along, like Tahoe, and I was like, this is something you'd like see on like a, you know like a computer like like background. I was like, yeah, no, exactly. I'm like looking at it right now. It is gorgeous, like beautiful scenery. Yeah, there's uh, and it's yeah, crazy it's too so because blue. like the water yep. is yep. like cr- like crystal clear. It's like baby blue and like crystal clear, and then it's just like, all right, I'm on a massive fucking lake. But then yeah, like you look crazy. up and you're surrounded by like, like snow capped mountains. You're up, we're up on the mountains and it's like probably like it's yeah it's mid 30s or something like that, maybe a little colder. But then you come down and it was like it was like 50 degrees mm-hmm. at like at the base. Which is it was just wild, but it was we got yeah. two gorgeous days of skiing mm-hmm. and it's a great time. It was a great time. 
Do you guys, do you guys ski so in? Uh, we went to uh, Adcock, yeah, we went to Squaw Valley because I know Squaw Valley Alpine Meadows, I believe, the second day. Um, so it's. I just yeah. know, like, from places like Megan's been to out there. Because yeah, he used Scott to go, really nice. uh, he used like, to go to Squawk Valley. They set up a plane burning from whatever, I think it was 1960. So got that going, yeah. Yeah, actually, I put a story out. The Olympics, yeah. Like, oh, can't even let me know. You're out west. Like, Megan, like, responded to me. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, dude, I'm visiting Pat. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have been like, fuck off, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, uh. It's it's kind of crazy because like every time mm-hmm. that I've gone out there, I've been out there I think three times now to visit him, and it's just it's I, I mean I don't know how you feel about it like but it's just crazy to me that like it's the same country but like it's like out west is just completely yeah, different I told than that. it is like, like, I might over have to make like this east like a, where we're a yearly from. yearly trip coming out west here because I had so much fun so might have to do that. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you guys should have. Uh, yeah, he said, it was, yeah, he said it was like Megan because it's only about I think like three hours from him. Yeah, I mean definitely like if uh, if he if he mm-hmm. stays out there, you guys and you go to visit Liddy again, you definitely uh, hit him up because you know I I don't mean to like pump you know hype him up over here, but like when I went to visit yeah. him in mm-hmm. Napa and like you know how like Napa is with like wine and shit like that he was always like and you know how Megan is he's just always like talking shit talking a big game and he was just like yeah he's like you oh come visit I'll get, I'll get I'll get shit comped like I'll get it I'll get it comped and we'll go to like high end wow. places and he actually first, did right? which is even crazier cuz like and the play, and it's <laughs> funny uh yeah maybe and it's and it's funny because like the people that like uh, like people that we work with He's like it's super professional how we know and it's just him. like, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, for how we know Megan. Yeah. Like <laughs> yep. just being like, yeah. just over the top and acting like a fool 24 seven and always cracking jokes and shit. He's like so serious with work. And uh, it's funny because he actually, uh, my aunt and uncle before COVID was going to happen. Um, my uncle was just like, yo, he's like, is your, like, is Tyler? Cause he's known Tyler since, cause mm-hmm. we've been friends for like, like going on like 15 years now. So like he's known Tyler since we are like real, real little. And he was just like, yo, could he actually like get me hooked up or is he just talking out of his ass? And I'm like, I'm like, no, apparently he can get hooked up. And so he uh, did like a little intro email with my aunt and uncle. And then like this lady for a resort that my aunt and uncle wanted to stay at. And literally he sent them a message and was just like, hey, I just want to do a little introduction email. Um, you know, this is my, you know, this is my best friend, John, his aunt and uncle. They're like my aunt and uncle. So please take care of them. You know, we've been, you know, we've been in the family for about 10 plus years. And the lady's like first message back. She like messages my aunt. She's just like, uh, hello, Miss Antonio. She goes, well, I'm just going to start off the email by saying you've known Tyler for 10 years. God bless you. I absolutely will take care of you. That's funny. <laughs> Which is fucking funny. Cause like for knowing them, like how we know, yeah. like that's like the most fitting like thing you could say. Now, um, you know, getting back to you and like what you're doing here, like you're, uh, you went to college uh, and you graduated with what you got like sports marketing and sports management yeah. <laughs> was it some, like looking back was it something that yeah, you're glad no. you did or like you wish like you would have picked different? yeah i mean it's knowing what it's, you know now being in the real world to have a job right now just with covid and everything with kind of everything happens i've seen people that i got hired with just like kind of get let go and a lot of people not just in you know where i work but just like kind of in general of like oh so it's nice to have a job right now and i'm blessed to have that um but no it's 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 been good so far i've been i started mm-hmm. kind of as an intern um 
like a like a full-time intern so I was going in you know five days a week and then during COVID I actually ended up getting like promoted so that was kind of nice um and yeah it's going it's going good so far yeah it's just it was yeah because they furloughed a shit ton of a a lot of people who've been in the company for like a really long time but I mean it's tough Uh you know I, I can't do anything really bad but yeah just how life goes yeah and like i'm always thinking mm-hmm. i'm always thinking like crazy ass business ideas i don't know why but like i just i'm always like thinking about shit and i'm and i remember mm-hmm. like i texted frank um because he's playing for the bandits now <laughs> and i texted frank and i'm like yo i need kim kapoogula's number and he's like bro i'm not he's like i'm not giving you her number and i'm just like yo come on like hook your boy up and he's like jackass they just furloughed like a shit ton of employees like nothing you have is going to be of anything for her and i didn't even know about that and but like overall like what's what's it like um, working so, um like at psg it, now i'm i'm back in the office i go in two times a week and then i'm working at home the other three days but it's nice like, like before covid i was working bandits games like i was up in the press box and stuff like that so that was really cool um but yeah, I mean, it's been good right now. It's, can't complain really. Uh, isn't isn't Frank? Isn't Frank? Is he coaching at Canisius right now? Are you, I, I saw that. No, I just that just. Oh, this yeah, he got the. I, I was thinking about. Yeah. That. Yeah. No, he is. I saw him. We went. We got. Uh, I met up with him. I want to say like oh, a month nice. ago. We went to Spot Coffee out in Hamburg. I met him because he had like a couple meet. He had a couple meetings and shit like that. But yeah, nice. he said good that he took the job and like he really likes it and stuff i don't know like i i haven't mm-hmm. heard from him on whether or not he's gonna be playing in the pll next year but i know like um he he was playing for the cannons and then he was like one of the players yeah i didn't see that, that had to mm-hmm. like end up leaving because exactly there was someone that he was in mm-hmm. yeah he he was in yeah he i don't think he ended up getting covid but mm-hmm. i remember like because they were playing for the the championship and i like put on something on instagram for him um and he texted me and he was just like hey bro he's just like uh he's like i'll inform you later but i'm actually not playing he's like a bunch of us got sent home yeah, because we were in con- like we were in contact with someone that had covid yeah it's true that's true so that sucked <laughs> yeah but i mean at least they still got a ring yeah and it was funny though because there was uh they were playing i i don't i don't, I don't think it was the rattlers because greg whoever they greg was playing they for changed it. their name like um <laughs> they've changed it so much yeah now. <laughs> honestly yeah like we hey, changed our hey, fucking clothes hey, <laughs> yeah and uh there was a nice <laughs> oh yeah 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 big breaking big shout out, breaking big news shout out, big announcement uh greg weil breaking chrome. news yep, the yep. boy uh the p what the chrome plo chrome <laughs> yep yep shout out to greg um he texted it's funny because he uh i was i was talking to him earlier um because i put put up something on instagram for him uh, on my story and he's just like bro he's just like i heard what you said about me on the podcast and like he's like you're too kind i'm like what i'm just being honest <laughs> i'm like but yeah dude it's dope because like th- with the leagues yeah. merging mm-hmm. like not like there's gonna be a lot of guys yeah, that don't very play good. PLL that that should be playing so like yeah so like that's yeah, like friend. that's definitely like a yeah. major accomplishment for greg so greg shout out to greg yeah um but yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see because like there's a lot of dudes. I like I know a lot of players were like tweeting and complaining, being like, you know, it's kind of bullshit because like how are you just gonna have yeah. one league and mm-hmm. then only have like yes, eight teams or like whatever it is. 
But at the end of the day, like I think mm-hmm. I don't know how you oh, feel definitely. Like you coach definitely. yourself. I, like I think that'll I think, help I think they'll team. continue to expand too, just because no, nah, I think they'll have a little mm-hmm. more resources with it and just the amount of players, I think. So maybe in the coming years, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, like, you know, wrapping everything up here, like uh, talking about like lacrosse and like everything that you've got to do over the years <laughs> that are pretty fucking sweet. I'm not even going to lie. Um, is there anything like now that you're coaching that um, you've learned? Because like technically like coaching, like Dowd was saying yesterday, mm-hmm. is, like you're still like you're teaching yep. like now, like you went from playing the game to now you're teaching the game. Is there anything that like you've learned about yourself? in like the process of that, that like you, you know, you never knew beforehand, you know? And what I mean by that is like that you love working with kids, you love teaching the game and like the, the love for the game's grown even more, or like, is there other things I, that I you might've learned like about yourself coaching in the process of that? Now that I see like kind of how kids are, is like, I think about, it, I'm like, damn, was I like that to my coaches? I'm just like, I'm trying to help these kids out. And like, sometimes they're just like, they'll like shrug it off. Be like, Oh, I'm going to do it this way. I'm like, listen, man, like, I know, like, I probably thought the same way when I was in high school. Be like, oh, I can do it my way and it'll work. But, like, we're, you know, we're trying to help them. You know, we're trying to get the best out of them. And, and that's even if it's, like, I, I tell mm-hmm. them, this is what I tell them, like, listen, I'm, I, I'm not, like, trying, like, I, I want you to do your best. And I think what I'm telling you will help you out. Like, I've done this for, I've done this for a couple years now where, like, I think I know what I'm talking about, but like sometimes they, you know, they don't like to listen, but you know, you deal with it and it's, uh, you you make the most out of it. Absolutely. Cause like, that's like something I'm sure like going back to Coach Ryan that you probably had those conversations (laughs) with yourself. Cause I know I used to be like, yo, why is this guy? I'm like, why is this guy like getting on me? Like he is like screaming at me. And then like looking backwards, I'm like, like, he was never actually a dick. (laughs) He was just trying to like get the most out of me. No, it's good. Um, Yeah. So do you like coaching? Like Like, how's coaching uh, with your dad? We had like games in the winter. We had like a league where it was versus like uh, Willie's. It was Willie's, Will North, Will South and like Sweet Home and Amherst. So those are like kind of the only games we've been coaching with so uh-huh. i'm excited to, to get the season rolling even though it's like it's only it's like two months it's a quick season this year um but i'm excited to, to, to actually because when i was in college i would come home like after school was done and it would be kind of like high school playoffs so i'd help out a little bit there but i wasn't actually like technically a coach i was kind of just like on the sideline helping out but now it'll be it'll, it'll be fun to to have a little bit of input uh on, on how we're playing so i'm, I'm excited can't wait for it yeah it's yeah, kind of cool it's, like it's, i think it's, it's cool, cool like you, you, coming, you got coached circle. by your dad and now you're helping your dad coach <laughs> uh yeah yes yeah. yeah so do you guys ever bump heads because like i'm like with like coaching styles some of the time i'm like i'm thinking like just stuff like what i did in college i'm like oh this will work like but i don't want to like do it in front of the like kids because i don't want them like, like seeing that so i try to like be like try to talk to him like away from everything else i'm like hey like maybe we could like change this up i know you do it this way but like maybe change it up see how it works but th- we've definitely bumped into the heads <laughs> heads a couple of times but exactly exactly yeah. yeah i mean you both are just competitive people so like it's na- it, it's natural it's natural like i remember like i remember even sometimes like when we would play box because like 
like there would be games where we were getting our ass kicked like, when we played the War Chiefs and shit. And like, you know, yeah. even like I tried to talk to you afterwards mm-hmm. and you were just like mo- so monotone, but it was just like, because like you're a competitor yourself. But yeah, so like, you know, like wrapping this up here, like I got two last uh, questions for you. Um, one, I I did it a little bit in the first couple of episodes. Now I think it's just going to be something I do every time just because I'm, you know, I'm always curious what people are going to say. If you could meet your younger self, like at the oldest, you're 18 years old at the absolute oldest, you could be even younger. But like, if you were to meet your younger self today, like, what would you tell them just about like life in general? Like, it could be anything. It's just like, what would you tell your younger self? Like, with you know, guiding yourself towards the future about life in and of self based on all the experiences <laughs> um, and like lessons learned hmm. that you've had along the way. Yeah, no, no, I think I, I know that might be a little like heavy just to like just to like rip off the top, but like I'm, I'm just always fascinated about like what people say is listen to your mother, listen to your parents because they know what they're talking about, they've been through this, you know, they, they have some years on them where. They've gone through situations where uh-huh. you might have not known what to do yet, but they're there to guide you. They're there to help you. Like like we've kind of harped on this episode, people are there to help you. You know, they want they want to see you succeed. Um, so that that's probably like the biggest thing uh, I would say take away from when mm-hmm. I was eighteen, thick headed and <laughs> listen listen to your parents because they 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 are trying to help you. I swear. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right all right and then the last one because i need it i need to put on the record Ooh, i like what they've done how far so do far the bills go this year it's off season i like it a lot bean bean is working his magic let me uh let's see all he right. is i'm about to hold on i'm about to pull right. up their all right, all right, uh, schedule real quick because i'm gonna name the team we're gonna go we're gonna go <laughs> one by one because when i when he's i gonna go, he's gonna say 16 when i have greg on Seven, uh, 17 oh, now whatever when i have greg now. on i'm gonna ask greg on and he'll probably be like I know that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that's what he's gonna say. Okay. But all right, so we have yeah. our. We'll go. We'll start like with our home opponents. So we have because the schedule didn't come out yet. So we have we have Miami win. Okay, we got the win. Patriots. Jets win. Falcons. Yeah, I was just yeah. Win. <laughs> you had to think for a second. Uh, Pan- Panthers. Uh, I almost said Watson, but fucking. Uh, Ooh, yeah, we'll be Texans. tough. We'll we'll say we'll Colts. say loss there. Colts get revenge from last year's playoffs. I I, I think they're pretty good. I think they're a pretty good team. Okay. Um. I mean, they gotta get they got they got some good they got some good pieces around him. That's what like I don't know. Like Phil could actually. I'm not gonna hate. We'll I'm see. not gonna hate. We'll see. Um, yeah, they win. do. Ben can't throw the ball. Uh, Steelers. All right, yep. and then and then obviously like we have the same divisional like away oh, schedule. Saying, I'm not gonna ask Mike's that. Mike's all like, high on Trevor. So Jags, we're, we're kicking the Jags' ass this year. I'll, I'll call it here. <laughs> yeah, and it, Mike, if you're listening to this episode, you and your Jags can fuck off. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, no. All right, so then we have the Saints. I'll say loss. It's if it's iffy. It's iffy. Depends who's. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, yeah. it's in, right, it's we'll, in we'll New Orleans, it so, loss. like, they play they play lights out in the Dome sometimes. Ooh, that's going to be tough. All right, and then we have, uh, we have the Bucks. That'll be an exciting game. Um, 
I think I know. I, think I they know lose the Super Bowl champs. I'll say I'll say loss there. I'm saying I say they I I say they get probably. I'll say three losses on fuck is. That's what I'm saying. Probably okay. All right. Yeah. What I about, think that's a good record. So you think they're? Or, so you think they're going to go fourteen and three? Fourteen and three, thirteen and four. Yeah, something like that. Fourteen or three. Yeah. Well, the only other two teams that they have four. left. I say some some along those lines. I would say. Okay. All right. Oh, see, ugh, that's yeah. Because the only other two tough. teams we have left are the Titans and Chiefs. That so I say Tampa, Tennessee, Chiefs. Uh huh. Maybe Saints. So that's four. I don't know. It's those are those are those will be some good games. I think. I think that I think we've been. This is this will now be the third year in a row we Dude, go to Tennessee. My sister went. Whatever. Like two, Nashville is just like all about Buffalo. Ago, she went. She was unreal. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It kind awesome. of felt like being. I honestly felt like I was downtown Buffalo because there were so many people from Buffalo that you like saw, and then they actually. They actually, the first night, like, I think it was Friday night, uh, a bunch of the bars ran out of beer. And then, like, I don't know if, I don't know who it was, but, like, there was someone that tweeted, like, um, drink, you know, Buffalo, like, for dry. the first time ever, like, Nashville, some bars in Nashville ran out of beer. You guys are some sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> they're like, you guys are animals. I think, I but, think it's got to uh, be, that's the goal thinking, now. Thinking you made it there and I got to win. Or, uh, you gotta Super Bowl the Super Bowl. I got to win the Super Bowl. That's, that's how I got to look at it. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we I have agree. fans. You know, Which, that's, that'll be that'll be yeah, too. But all right, yo. So, well, they said uh, I don't know if you watch Pat McAfee's show at all, but he um, he had he was talking about it uh, yesterday that Roger Goodell tweeted out saying that that um, they're as of right now right. they're right. they're looking like at it. having I like it full stadiums for the game yeah, this year. That's fine. Whatever. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> shit, if I got to wear if I got to wear masks the entire time, fine by me. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, whatever gets whatever gets the Ralph Rockin'. Yeah. It'll forever be named no, the Rock. I, I mean. I'm not I'm not I naming agree. it some fucking long ass blue cross blue shield but oh, whatever yes. the hell they got it. John. Yeah, it's always. forever the Ralph. Thank you for but, having me, man. I All right, yo, it. I appreciate you doing this Loved with it. me. Always a pleasure. Always of course, always a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and then, uh, definitely. I'll have to get, stop have over to get one together. Have a couple you, beers. See you and Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sounds good, man. So I'll talk to you later. All right.